Hey, everybody. Hey, Jimmy. Hey, Jimmy. How we doing? Oh, we're awesome. We're awesome. We got a we got Chuck Frank on with us today. It's Chuck's first appearance on the Zion Experience. This is episode five. We're very excited to come to you today. We got a special guest. We'll announce in just a few minutes, but. We're glad to get everybody together. So we we invited Chuck. You all will find out shortly why. And uh, we're excited to have Chuck. Chuck's one of the co-founders with Zion. Most everybody knows that, but just out of formality, we'll do that. And then Jordan's back this week. He, uh, what Jordan, tell us what last last podcast you were, you had some life going on. I think we right. shared that with the group. But how was Taylor Swift's concert? Yeah, no, I'm glad to be back. I missed last week's. We had a. Uh, we had a tail. We went to Taylor Swift in Nashville. Uh, took my wife and daughter down there, and it was uh, it was something. I'll tell you that. So you know, we we got there about five thirty down at Nissan Stadium in Nashville, and we left about ten thirty or eleven. So it was a long performance, but she puts on quite a show. And there's definitely some crazy Swifties, as they're called, that are out there. I can't say that I'm yet one, but it was a pretty it was a pretty good concert. What about Harp? is harper oh, and uh, and summer are they both swifties oh yeah i mean harper she was taking videos during it and she has one video that she took of taylor and all you can hear is harper singing at the top of her lungs singing through it all the different words and everything else so yes she's definitely a she's not as she's not as bad as some of the others that i saw there but she is definitely a swifty summer's definitely a swifty and uh but it was a good time i'd recommend it if you get an opportunity to go you know, a quick, uh, a quick, a quick story about the Swifty is that I was, um, we were in in Nashville, and one of our friends was with us, and I was giving them the story that Jordan and and Harper and Summer were going to be at the Taylor Swift concert. So she had she had said, "Well, it won't be long, and you know, they'll all be Swifties." And me being me, I'm like, I, I I got it, but I wasn't, you know, didn't really hear the Swifties. And wouldn't you know it that I get a text from Jordan, literally. At within 30 seconds that said, Hey, I'm on my way back. I'm driving back and I'm just listening to a little Taylor Swift music. Yeah, right. <laughs> well, get, my, get myself you are, dude. You're totally a Swifty. Yeah. And he's got, yeah. and I saw him with the hoodie with Taylor Swift all over it. So, you know, right. I, can, I, I appreciate her. I mean, the passion that her fans and her followings and that she's created and just, I, we've got it in our vision statement, deliver memorable experiences. And that's an experience for, for your kids, your family. And it's just, it's awesome. So life's about good experiences and what we do on it. So I'm going to go ahead and get started. We found out that we need to be, I need to talk a little less on some of these podcasts and get to our guests a little quicker and, and try to shorten it up. So this is the episode five of the Zion experience. We're, we're excited to have a guest. Today's episode is with Mahita with Liz Richards, and we're going to bring Liz on and I'll give you a little background of Liz. Hey, Liz. Welcome hey, to Jen, the Zion Experience. Jack Jordan. Hi, guys. Hello, Liz. Yeah. So let me properly introduce you, Liz, and I'll do a probably a poor job, and it's just words, but uh, there's so much more we could explain. I'm sure Chuck and the rest of the group can can weigh in on this, but Liz is the Chief Executive Officer at Mahita. Um, it's Mahita, what it stands for is Material Handling Equipment Distributors Association. It's a national trade association that was founded in 1954, their offices are in Illinois, Vernon Hills. Uh, Liz has been here in her role or as at Mahita since January of 1995. And uh, Liz will tell us she's got some news for us. This is Liz's last year at Mahita. So we're all a little, 
We were talking about it ahead of the podcast. A little sad about that, but Liz, we're going to celebrate some of that today. Uh, Mahita's got a staff of nine people. They manage a, a fairly large budget. They do a fabulous job. So Zion is part of Mahita. Um, they put on a lot of training events. There's so much. I'll, I'll let Liz describe it better than I will, but we're proud members of Mahita. Um, we've always been a supporter of it. Uh, Chuck is a, a past chairman of the board slash president. They've changed a little bit of the title, but Pat uh, Chuck served in that capacity for a while. We'll talk about that today. It's about 600 companies in North America are part of Mahita, uh, and they handle everything. It, it, it's everything from integrators um, to companies that are manufacturers, and it's for material handling systems and, and related technologies. And uh, Liz reports to the board. Um, she's responsible for the management and just the general direction of Mahita, including the implementation of all strategic initiatives, development of member programs and services. And uh, prior to working there, I think, Liz, you had a little background. You worked for a couple of years, eight years or better, in the healthcare industry. So with that, we'll just turn it over to Liz. And uh, Liz, how would you like to open up? Or did I miss anything on introducing? <laughs> no, you didn't miss a thing. I'm honored to be here and I'm super excited for you guys and uh, Zion Solutions Group and known you for a long time, um, known Chuck's family for a long time, which has been a real pleasure. And how old is summer now? Summer is 33 what? now. Yeah. And Harper's 11. Oh, wait, I Liz, got it mixed up. You got it mixed up. Yeah. Yeah. Because you got to right. remember. So <laughs> we'll talk about summer, don't tell summer I asked that question. <laughs> oh, it's the first thing I'm going to say, Liz. <laughs> Jordan's in trouble. He's like, no, we, I don't know how old Summer is. Yeah. Well, I had to, I had to think from that. I remember how I'm getting to the point to remember how old I am, and then I can I can figure out how old Summer oh, is. Gosh, that's yeah, so no, Liz got yeah, to meet Harper because we kind of grew up. She's known me since I was before I even entered the industry. Um, I think yeah. when we first met Liz, I was probably I was probably still in high school um, yeah. when we first met. So I've known Liz for for quite a while. Yeah, Chuck was president, um, chairman of the board, we call it now, in uh, 2011. And one of the things that I'm doing, so I write a column for the Mejita Journal, and I always struggle with it. Chuck, you probably remember those days. You had to write four columns, a quarterly magazine. And, um, you know, trying to pull these topics out of the sky is difficult. Mm -hmm. And since this is my last year, and it will have been 28 years that I've been with Mejita, what I decided to do is each quarter write about seven years, the first seven, the second seven, the third seven. So I'm on the third seven right now, Chuck, and that's you. So 2009 to 2015. And uh, it's been funny. You know Duncan, of course. And yeah. uh, so every time the column comes out, Duncan Murphy, who was our president in 2009, he writes me this long email. Well, here's what I remember all those years. <laughs> so he's kind of critiquing it. But it's been really fun to kind of look back and see all that we've accomplished. Um the introduction that you gave, Jim, I mean, you kind of explained it all, who we are as an organization, um, originally founded by forklift distributors, um, and at the time, manufacturers pretty early on became part of Mejita. They were called the allied um, companies, which rubbed them the wrong way, so they're called supplier associates. Um, but it's a home for everybody. It's not just, although the, sometimes the perception still exists that it's primarily forklift distributors, but it's not. Um, we've got a pretty even mix now of integrators, storage and handling companies. And now, of course, there's a lot of overlap, um, as you guys have certainly experienced with um, forklift 
distributors and integrators kind of coming together. So, um, but it's been a wonderful experience. We've got an amazing team. You talked about Nashville. The convention in Nashville was so much fun. Really great speakers. I hope you guys enjoyed them. Um, Clint Pulver, who was our keynote speaker, was just amazing, I thought, with the drummer and all that. It was, really it was very cool. It was just, uh, a, just a neat way of he brought his drums into it and his energy and just a neat guy. I really enjoyed that. Yeah. yeah. And talking about mentors, um, you know, the mentor that he had that um, knew that he needed an outlet and um, helped him figure out what that outlet was. And now he's, you know, super successful at, at drumming and speaking. And, um, you know, we had the drumsticks under the table for everybody to do the drum line. That was super cool. So, yeah, I loved it. And uh, Ken Grombach, I don't know if you guys heard the Tuesday morning demographer. We've had him once before. That was a little bit of an eye opener. Um, you know, he kept saying, don't kill the messenger, but this is what's happening in our world. And uh, we do struggle with, you know, it's a very male dominated industry, not a lot of diversity. We're making some strides, but it's taking a while. And uh, that's going to be something for my successor to certainly continue on trying to um, tackle, if you will, and, and create more, bring more diversity into the industry. Yeah. Uh, back to Clint. So Clint, I really, I, I, I think Mahita, the convention, my favorite part is what two parts. One, I love seeing everybody. I just think it's a great networking event. There's just such good people that are associated with Mahita. The staff and your team do such a phenomenal job. I'm sure there's tons of work that goes into it. And it's just, it's top notch. It's run really well. Um, we've been to several conventions and it's one of my favorites, but I always love the keynote speakers. So I love the networking aspect and the keynote speakers. And Clint, I went up afterwards. Uh, I'm not really a shy person, Liz, and I do talk a whole lot like Chuck was saying earlier, but he was a wrestler and he was from Utah. And so he knows Cal Sanderson, which is probably the premier program in uh, college wrestling today. And he's probably the greatest uh, at least he, he might be the greatest wrestler out of the United States. Um, he was a four time undefeated uh, NCAA champion. And, but what he was saying is I've got a son, my son's James. We call him Bubba. If, if, if you're in the South, you, he's got a nickname, but James and uh, he has the wiggles just like Clint does. He can't sit still. He uh, he's, he's got wiggles. He's got all this energy and it's good energy, but he, he draws all the time with both hands. And I'm just sitting there. I told my wife, Holly, it's like, we've got a little Clint at home. So I took the drumsticks home. I gave them to my son and I ordered a three piece drum set that's sitting oh, in my living room right now. I love that. And uh, we're going to try to find James. It may not work, but he's got a creative side. I, I never learned how to play any instruments. It's a regret. I would love to play an instrument. Uh, the piano. I think Jordan, you played a little piano, but we're going to try to get James a little drum set. And I'm going to send Clint. We connected on LinkedIn. I'm going to send him a picture of James playing it for the first time oh, from I over the weekend. Yeah. You know, that's what Mahita is all about really is connection. So you mentioned networking, but I mean, to make that connection, that very personal connection with a member of your family because mm -hmm. of something that you heard or you saw, that Mahita produced. I just love that. That's a yeah. great testimonial. That makes me feel wonderful. Yeah. So. Liz, let's switch, I'm going to switch gears on you, but here's, here's Harper oh. right here. That's oh, when it was Megan and Chris's wedding. So there she is all, all grown up. 
Isn't that crazy? Beautiful. Yeah. So Megan's now married. She got married October 15th of last year. Oh, Jordan was the gosh. officiant. He 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 married him, which was wow. like one of the days of our life for Cappy and I. Such a such proud parents. Oh my gosh, yeah. I can imagine. Congratulations. That's so yeah. cool. That's awesome. That's and then one cool. other quick story about Duncan, Liz, is that we were at the closing party and and uh Duncan and Roseanne, we kind of hung out with them all weekend, and they're just such they're such neat people. You know, you put them together. So Roseanne was out with Kathy and Lori and Eileen and whatever and uh, Kelly and and we hung out with Duncan and we went across the street and had a drink with him one night and then at the closing party we just walked up and the two of them were kind of just out there dancing and it was a last song so the whole the whole group we all came up and we got on the dance floor and we just kind of got around them and said you know we're here for you guys you guys are just some of our favorites Aww. and both Duncan and Roseanne just kind of had some tears rolling down Aww. happy tears right. I mean, just rolling down their cheeks. So just those are the kind yes. of people that you would have never met, known without, you know, Mejita and being involved in it. So just a yeah. story after story after story, you get them. But, oh, totally. You know. Yeah. I mean, that's been the greatest joy for me is all the different people that I've met. I feel like I have so many friends as a result of working at Mejita all over the country. And we've talked about this so much on the board that it's such a, it's really a family, the, the Mejita organization, where, you know, if you have a child that's going off to another part of the country for whatever reason, you know that there's people you can pick up the phone and call and say, hey, you know, I, I, I might, they might need help or, you know, whatever it is. It's just unbelievable how close-knit everybody is and how willing to, to help. And um, it's all about relationships. It's such a cool industry. And you know, I never knew that it existed. I think a lot of people who've gotten into this industry never knew that it existed. It's, we still struggle with that. It's an industry that's hidden in plain sight. I guess um, if there's a silver lining to COVID, um, you know, bringing automation and supply chain into the news, it's helped a little bit in that regard. But um, it's such a cool industry. And for you guys, I mean, anybody who is an integrator you get to see so many other industries that you're impacting. So it's always different. It's always something new and exciting. And you learn what other industries issues are and how you can help solve them and provide them with the great solutions that you all provide. It's, I mean, it's amazing. It's wonderful. I'm going to miss it for sure. Well, the other thing that's so cool about the organization and I tell Jimmy and Jordan and Drew this all the time is that I think all of us in life, we think that we have some kind of secret sauce and, we can't share and how we do things and how we earn and close business and how we execute contracts. But then at the end of the day, it's just the people that you know and how you how you treat people, right? And it's just still all about relationships. But with Mahita, you know, when you, when you first get involved, it seems like uh, oh, you're going to be in there with your competitors and some, some really smart, talented, great people and companies and organizations. And the quicker that you can just let your guard down and just realize they're just humans and they're really good people and they're super talented um man it's been it's it's by far been the 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 organization and the group of people that certainly have provided the the guidance the leadership the mentorship um you know for me personally and with the organizations that i've been involved with so 
Um, it's really great to know your competitors. It's really great to know who the leadership team of those organizations are. And then just uh, the synergy of getting together with them and just talking about things and what have you. It's just so many good people, so many, so many just people that are so successful that are so willing to help you and give you little nuggets of advice to help you. And as you progress in life, so many things that you just didn't need to worry about that just weren't important that you thought were um, just, just a cool group of, of really great people. So, and well, yeah. you've been a pioneer in that respect, Chuck, because our very first automation solutions conference, you and Jordan were speakers. And, um, you know, you've always been willing to share your knowledge. And you're right, it's not, it, it raises the, the bar for the whole industry when you're willing to share best practices. And, and you'd rather have a professional competitor than somebody that's going to compete on on price or something else. And um, you, you've been a proponent of that for a long time. And we're very grateful for all that you've given to Mahita over the years, not only as our chairman, but you know, all the times you've been involved in our sessions and um, spending what 11 years on the board or whatever it is. He did a much better job than I. He's now getting invitations to come back to Mahita. And I, <laughs> I, I, I just I was in the right place at the right time before. Otherwise, I'm just kind of a thing of the past. So, well, no, you're not. But I told her, Jordan, that we we spoke at one of the executive exchange, which was a breakout meeting special. It was in Nashville as well, I believe. And yeah. I told her how I was monitoring was, yeah. on my Garmin, how my heart just went shoot. And Jordan's <laughs> sitting over here, just cool. Doesn't it's everything's great. And I'm like, I need something to where I can I can look down and read my notes and have at least bullet points. <laughs> yeah, we were we were at the executive idea exchange in Nashville. Yes. And the story is, is, you know, they, they break you out the different round tables. So Jimmy and I were kind of like across the room from each other in yes. this, in this uh, conference room in the, in the hotel. And I can look over at Jimmy and I can just see him just preparing and looking at notes. And I'm sitting there listening. I'm engaged with the speaker and Jimmy's down here. And I'm like, well, maybe I should look at my notes. And I'm like, ah, oh, that's okay. I'll just, I'll just go with the flow. We get up there and Jimmy's like, I, I need a podium. I need I need something. I got to have something in front of me. So he went up on stage, got the podium, brought it back down. So he'd have a place <laughs> to rest. Rebecca wasn't happy with me. Rest, She's like, you can't do and, that. And I'm like, Rebecca, listen, this yeah. is happening. This yeah. podium oh, yeah. you is can't, going you on can't the stage. Rebecca hasn't already planned. Or <laughs> that's right. Trouble. I mean, that's a problem, including but me. Did, <laughs> yeah, but you did a good job of that. That was a good. We talked through software and how it's changing in the industry and and where yeah. to look. But he did a nice job. Listen, um, we, Jim, we all have fears. Would have known that you were nervous. No, no. You did well, we were talking about that. Job. Your experience, yeah. right? It's you. Yeah. You don't know, and we all. I believe you got to kind of knock those walls down in life sometimes. Yeah. And yeah. I've done it's about five since. It's getting easier, but yeah. Well, let's 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 move along real quick, and I'll yeah. try to facilitate a little bit. So <laughs> the at before we come off of Mahita, I, I think mm -hmm. we've all you all shared like the connections, the events that what you can do, Liz, would you like to plug anything of how can a company benefit from joining Mahita? And then we want to spend some time on Liz and talk about your career and what's going on with you. And sure. just, we'll wrap that. We'll wrap the talk up with that, but how can a company benefit from joining Mahita? If you had okay, to give your so, three minute elevator speech. So number one, and we've already kind of touched on this before I go into, well, we have this conference and that conference, because we have a whole bunch of conferences coming up. It is really building the relationships with the rest of the membership. That is where the real value is. And it's very hard to put that in an elevator speech, if you will. 
Um, I mean, Chuck knows from all the time, all the discussions that we've had at the board level, it's hard to really explain that. And you have to give your time in order to reap those benefits. So, um, for example, when we're at a ProMed or we're at a Modex and um, somebody will want to join, say, for example, a manufacturer will want to join and they can they think of it as, oh, I'm going to join in this distributor network is going to miraculously fall into my lap. That's not what Mahita is all about. And I'll literally talk somebody out of joining if that's what they think. That I'll tell them, if you're not willing to participate in the events, meet the other members of Mahita, get engaged with the board members, then it's a waste of your money and it's a waste of our time because you're going you're gonna to drop your membership after a year. Um, same thing with um, somebody who might be considering exhibiting at the, at the exhibitor showcase during the convention. It's not a lead generation by any stretch of the imagination. It's there to build relationships, to potentially grow new relationships, but to strengthen the relationships that you already have. And somebody like um, Brian Newark, for example, from Unix, I mean, he knows that he's there every year. He's not there to pick up a whole bunch of new distributors. I mean, maybe, um, but he's there really to support the organization that is there to help raise the professionalism of its constituents and and he gets that. So the people that come to the showcase and just come for those three, four hours on that first day and then leave, I mean, they've missed out of tons of networking opportunities, number one, but also great speakers that we have on, on the second day. So, um, I mean, that's really the main thing. And I think people make the mistake of not realizing um, that this is a relationship building industry and it, you will quickly be singled out if you're not, if you're competing on price or you're competing on something that that's not built on providing solutions and relationships with your customers. You're going to have customers for life. I'm sure you guys do. Um, yes. So, you know, that's the big thing. And then um, getting into, you know, the actual programming. Um, we have a lot of great programs coming up. We've, we started probably back, I think, Chuck, when you were on the board, these uh, regional networking summits, we used to call them lunch and learns. Um, we're going to be at a, a distributor location in Boston um, in June. And that's similar to the idea exchange. It's a couple of speakers. Um, Culture-wise is one of them. Um, Miller Resource Group is another kind of tying onto that whole human factor theme that we had at the convention. That's so important right now, um, you know, that drives everybody's business and making sure that your employees are happy and supported. Um, so that's the first event that we've got coming up. And then our emerging leaders, we've got our women in industry, which has grown by leaps and bounds. It's really exciting to see how the women in industry program has come together. Um, and then we have an online program going on right now for women in industry on communication skills. So lots of different things happening. And then we have webinars all throughout the year. And, um, so, and it's my swan song. So, yeah. Now you know, Liz, to piggyback on what you're saying, again, just from the perspective of a member, it's like um, the other things that you, you can't paint the picture, you can share, you can talk about. But I think that there's there's a lot of members, and there's only a few that have the fortunate opportunity to be on the board or on the EC or what have you. But because um, I don't, you know, it's so hard to like, well, what's involved and what's the commit's a pretty big commitment. It's um, it's uh, there's a lot that goes on. And I think that Mejita as an organization does such a great job of keeping things optimistic, upbeat, positive, good news, educational, great people. Um, 
But when you get into these board meetings and some of these EC meetings, the, the amount of work, again, that goes into them and what you and your team do as it relates to the organization and the disciplines of starting in the early in the morning and going until, you know, mid, late afternoon and the facilitation of uh, just what you do and how you go through it and what's the next three to five years look like and, and critical success factors and what are you seeing and what trends and how do you take the message from the economist and, and tie that in and then all of that is done to to uh for the overall success of Mejita and its members and then the ec meeting is more of a long-range planning and really thinking out and where do we see ourselves and how do we stay relevant and so there's just so much behind the scenes that takes place uh from from, from a great group of people and then you, the team how they just get that out to the members it's 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 free <laughs> it's just available information and and uh, the more engaged you are, the more the more the more you learn, the, the, the better you are, the more disciplines there are. You can take it back and you can operate and run your own business with those same set of principles and the, the, the strategic journey that Mahita is on and what have you. So it's not really a plug for Mahita as much as it's just fact and truth based that there's so much more that you can get from Mahita if you pour into it. And uh, the, the 10 or 15 days that you spend through the course of the year being on that board or that EC group or a combination of both is, um, man, it's just, it's crazy. A, how fast it goes, um, how many great people you meet, and then how much you learn and can take back and, and, and really, um, you know, improve your organization and stay focused. So it's just, it's just, it's just a repeatable, proven, successful cycle so again to you and your team and what have you there's some big shoes to be filled and and uh but the groundwork's been laid so you know that's just another plus of what we oh, need that's awesome Thanks. yeah yeah the i strategic think planning process i'm sorry strategic planning process i think has been one of the most successful things we've ever done go ahead jordan yeah, I was just going to – you can imagine, Liz, you know that I like to talk. Imagine myself, <laughs> Jimmy, and Chuck in the same room together. It's 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 a battle at times. It's who right gets to the mic first. The four of us. It's starting to hold on. I want to say right. You see, this is what happens. I have the ability to mute everybody <laughs> yeah. if we need to. <laughs> what I was going to say is I've had a unique experience through Mahita from being not in the industry and as really as a family member to being in the industry to being a part of Mahita to talking at Mahita to going to the conventions and one thing Liz and this is a this is a prop to you and the team and the association is I'm I, I you know I'm looking at your mission statement right and it's very difficult to live out your mission statement but your mission statement is to enhance each member's success through superior programming in the area of benchmarking networking and education and I think those three things are extremely evident in any convention regional networking Mahita net whatever it may be that Everything you do, you have a benchmarking report that you that you uh, report every year. We use that, right? Networking is a given. You're going to meet so many people that are not only, you know, people that maybe they could be suppliers, but you're going to meet a lot of peers that, that do what you do and could be considered competitors. But when you're there, you're not. You're learning from each other. And that is a very unique thing that you don't see anywhere else. And then education. One thing that I like that you guys do that I haven't seen anywhere else is when you have a really good speaker, you'll invest time in that speaker to develop a custom program specific to Mejita and their members. You had an individual by the name of Ryan Avery, um, and he had a yeah, talk, Ryan. and he was fantastic. And I took part in his – it was a 10- or 12-week program. Yeah. And there's a lot of things that I do today that were learnings from him, 
You know, the biggest thing, and everyone does this that went to them, is you don't use the word just. Just. Right. Know, that's the one right. <laughs> and I, to this you day, every, yeah, every email, every text, every conversation I have, and it makes a big difference. So I think that's just a prop to you and the team that you not only had developed a mission statement, but you guys are living it out. You're doing it. It's it's very clear to, to, yeah. to me and I'm sure all your other members. I love that. I love Ryan Avery. Oh my God. Yeah. RyanAvery.com. Yeah. Oh, Phenomenal was, speaker. I need to work was, on my just because you I, yeah. I have you just in every you email. And use the word <laughs> just all yeah. the time. And I'm just like you, Jordan. I go back and I take it out and it works. Right. Yeah. Yep. Right. Fantastic communicator. I have sent so many uh, referrals to him that every time I do, he'll send something to me. Like I have this cool bonsai plant that he sent about a month ago because he got some big job that I had referred for him. And he's just like, thank you. And he's in the handwritten notes. It's always a handwritten note from him. Yep. Um, it's always a very personal thing from him. He's a great speaker. You know who else is a really good speaker is Amy K. Hutchins. She's another one. She was more involved in women in industry, and she but she also facilitated a board meeting for us. And she's a leadership speaker. Amazing. There's some great speakers out there, and we take a lot of time to really vet these speakers. And Anna Marie and I are the ones that generally select the speakers for the convention, and we pretty much hate everyone. We'll give them like you know thirty seconds, and we're like, nah. <laughs> 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 well, you can tell that the speakers are top notch. I mean, you all yeah, do great. And so I'm I'm gonna move us towards Liz a little bit, but Sorry. let's 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 take a final moment for Mahita. If you want to join Mahita, uh Mahita.org, Mahita.org. Yeah. Uh, get on, get involved. And I, I think the general how I would wrap this up is you're only gonna get out of Mahita what you put into Mahita. And that the, the ability to get out of it's just there's a vast amount that you can grow professionally, personally, and just as an individual um, from Mahita. And just kudos to you, Liz. So we're going to transition into how does Liz Richards get into the material handling industry? What inspired you to be at Mahita? And I'm sure there's a story there. And then just walk us through. We've kind of danced around what's going on with you personally and in yeah. your professional career and just. Take us through a journey with Liz. How, how does Liz in 95 end up at Mahita? Well, um, I mentioned this when I was on stage. It's all because of who you know, right? It goes back to networking. So for eight years, I was um, first the marketing director, then the building director at a retirement community. Um, it was very early stages of when they had these continuing care communities with independent living and nursing care and all that. So we were sort of in, in the beginning stages of those that have now cropped up all over the place. It was a really exciting time for me. I loved my job. Um, Katie, my daughter, who also works in Mahita, um, was born while I worked there. And I became really good friends with our attorney who ended up leaving private law um, and eventually found his way to Mahita, and he was hired as Dan Riley's replacement. Dan had been there for 25 years. And Tony contacted me and said, Tony was brilliant, is brilliant, um, very good at organizational restructuring. Mahita had been known as a good old boys network, and a lot of members had dropped. And so Tony was brought on and really kind of opened the eyes of the board and changed a bunch of things organizationally and Tony and I had always kept in contact with one another, but Tony was introverted. 
you cannot be introverted and run a trade association. So he contacted me and said, I want you to come and meet with me. I'm going to leave. I want you to meet with the search committee. And I was like, what are you even talking about? What's an association? What's material handling? And um, the convention was in Las Vegas that year in 1994. So I came into Tony's office. Katie was like six months old. And um, they had the convention brochure sitting on his desk. And on the brochure was these showgirls, picture of Las Vegas showgirls. And I'm like, wait, what is this? <laughs> I don't get it. <laughs> um, but anyway, long story short, I met with the search committee. I really wasn't that interested in the job. I was very happy where I was, uh, but they offered it to me. And the one person who really convinced me to take the job was my mother, who's now 96. And um, she said, you're crazy if you don't take this job, even if it doesn't work out. And um, the experience that you'll get, what you're going to be exposed to, just take it, do it. And Tony believed in me so much that he told the board, they loved Tony. Um, he told the board that if she doesn't work out in six months, I'll come back and I will mentor her during that time. And the rest is history. I mean, Tony just kind of threw me in the deep end and I'll never forget that first board meeting. You want to talk about nerves, um, but Bill Whitcroft, God rest his soul, um, was an amazing guy. He was on our board. He lived in Wisconsin. Babish was the company. I don't know if they're still Babish. I think they changed their name. I think you knew him, Chuck. But anyway, he met me at an oasis in between Wisconsin and Illinois. And we have these board books, these big binders of everything Nita's has got going on. And he went through it page by page with me and made me feel so much more comfortable. But literally, I was hired on January 3rd. My first board meeting was February 10th, and it was held in Chicago during ProMat. So in addition to the board meeting, and we had an objective-based selling seminar with Gary Moore going on. So board meeting, ProMat, objective-based selling. I walked into that room, and I was like, oh, my gosh, please don't ask me any questions. Please don't ask me any questions. I was like, oh. But... Um, Walking into ProMat, one of the first people who stepped out of his booth and could not have been nicer and more helpful was George Press. And he owned Press Track at the time. And he just said, I'm George Press. I'm so happy for you if there's anything you need. And that's really what this industry has been like. I mean, everybody. Here's me. I'm 33 years old. I'm a woman in a very male-dominated industry. And one particular member um, who became very good friends, Howard Bernstein was our president in 1965. And they told me when they hired me, they offered me the position, we're going to call Howard and let him know what we're doing. And Howard was very upset that they hired me. Why would you hire a woman? Why would you hire somebody with no experience? This is a bad idea. Um, but Howard and I became really good friends in the not too uh, distant future after that. One reason why the Chicago Tribune did an article on me about, you know, being in this male-dominated industry and they wanted to do pictures at a dealership. So I took them to Howard's. <laughs> and that was like the first year. So it was the Sunday Chicago Tribune, you know, and Howard's dealership and Howard and I are splashed all over the, so, you know, he liked me a lot after that. That's so, awesome. That's a good yeah. story. Yeah. Yeah, and I, yeah. I I have empathy for we we've got a, a couple females we enjoy and look for and seek out talent because I think females just in this industry you're all's perspective you're all's ability to help problem solve I think it oh, makes yeah. a good balance and that's what we you've got to have diversity 
and we've always been open to it, but I've been in industry 25 plus years and it is a very male dominated industry and uh, mm-hmm. it's not a tough walk. It's getting easier. I, I've got three little girls at home and one boy, Liz. So I want my girls to be able to do whatever they want to do. That's their passion in life. And if that happens to be building rack and putting in conveyor, then I want that opportunity for them. But we, Absolutely. Uh, that's an inspiring story. So what's, at, at at risk of sounding kind of cheesy on what's um well we didn't tell so tell the story of what's happening in december and i think the audience yeah, will so want to know on it yeah. yeah this is my last year um it'll be 28 years when i retire and um it it's been um bittersweet for me the convention was very emotional for me um but as I had shared with you guys earlier, so um, I've been the primary caregiver for my aging parents. My father has since passed away um, and my mother, who has been such an inspiration in my life. I moved her to Illinois from North Carolina. She was living down there by herself after my mother passed. And when COVID happened, you know, I didn't want her there without family. Um, so I moved her up here and I have been really involved in, in caregiving. And it's been it's been a challenge to do both that which is very full-time we're very family oriented um and also to give Mejita the justice that it deserves now having said all that and all that caregiving that's been going on for so long the Mejita team is amazing amazing and has never ever let any ball drop ever um they are so good at their craft every single one of them are so dedicated to this association the board feels very confident in all of them um, they all exude confidence but they also know that i am their biggest cheerleader and i'm there to help them every step of the way could never have been the caregiver for my family if it wasn't for them and so i i just i i don't i don't think i'm stale yet but i also don't want to get stale and burned out so I'd rather step aside and allow somebody else to now take the reins and, you know, let Katie, who's going to be six years at Mahita in November, kind of grow a little further under somebody else's mentorship. And she's excited about that. I will say, though, going back to something that you said, Jim, about women in the industry, uh, women are such great collaborators, relationship builders, and problem solvers. And this industry is all of those things if you have those skills this is a perfect industry for women and to see these um students come to the convention many of them women it's just super exciting and um i'm i'm really happy that the board took a chance on me because i do i'm not trying to give myself any accolades but just by having me in that position i think it kind of helped women say hey this is okay for a woman to be a woman to be in this industry and uh, that makes me really happy. I was going to ask you, what's your proudest accomplishment? I think I might know the answer, but what what would be as you look back on your 28 years, Liz? What's um, what's the proudest accomplishment you've had? I mean, I guess just the fact that I've, I've been there for 28 years and I think we've done some really amazing things. Um, you know, to have Katie involved, that makes me super proud. Um, I still remember the meeting when um, we were looking for somebody to do some business development. And, you know, Katie was 10 months old when I started. Um, The board was so gracious about me bringing her with me when we went to board meetings. So she always felt like she had a seat at the table, even when she was, you know, two and three years old. Um, And so it was Scott Lee 
when I guess you were probably at that executive committee meeting, Chuck, I would think, maybe, maybe not. Um, and Scott said, gee, Katie would be great at this job. And she was already working. She had graduated college. She was living in Arizona. And they, they said, do you think she would want it? And I said, I don't know. I'll ask her. And she did. She wanted it. And so um, we we originally were calling it business development, but we're really not a sales organization. We, we don't we don't like to think of ourselves as selling Mahita. Um, and so her title changed to member engagement because that's super important for us. I mean, we talked about that earlier too. If you're not engaged in Mahita, you're not going to get anything out of it. And so we track the level of engagement of members. And when they're at risk, we really try to get them to do something to get more engaged. So that was her original title. Now she's a membership manager and she loves it. Talk about the gift of gab. <laughs> Bring Katie on your podcast. You won't get a word in edgewise. <laughs> but so she's been excelling in her position. I'm super excited about that. So well, That's amazing. Uh, we're getting close to the end. So I'll give Jordan or Chuck a chance. Do you all have any questions you all want to ask about the career or? Any final thoughts, Chuck? You've obviously been involved in your Mahita journey with with Liz, but any final thoughts before I ask and wrap up and ask the the final question? I would just say, Liz, congratulations for your twenty eight years, fifty six board meetings, twenty eight or twenty six or twenty eight <laughs> EC meetings. You've met a lot of you, you've had quite the cast of characters that you've had you to deal with that. and work with. So that, <laughs> that is an accomplishment, right? Just keeping keeping peace in the family. So, but uh, job well done. We'll talk before the end of the year. But congratulations to you, to your team for all the success, and thanks for all that you've you've done for for all of us over the years. Oh, thank you so much. I appreciate that. Yeah, I would echo that. And I know Jimmy you got one last question, but you know it, it's definitely be a little different, Liz, without going to a Mojito event and seeing you there. So I'm sure you'll still, hopefully you'll still come to some of them, maybe just not in the same capacity, but yeah. it's, uh, you know, whenever I am at ProMat or Modex or a convention or a regional networking, usually I see you and I remind myself that I'm at Mojito, right? So yeah. I think you represent a lot of it. And I would say the same thing as Chuck. Congratulations on 28 years. And um, it is cool. I'm sure it's cool for Katie, but I get to work with you. Um, it's cool for me to be to work with my dad. So yeah. it's, a, it's a cool thing. It's a hard thing at times, but um, it's, it's a lot of fun and I wouldn't have it any other way. And I'm sure Katie would say the same. So oh, I'll leave awesome. it with that. Thanks you guys. And I've been so fortunate to have so many amazing mentors like you, Chuck. And I mean, think about the education that I've had working with a different chairman every single year for 28 years and their management style and their leadership skills. It's been, you couldn't pay to have an education like that been just a wonderful experience and I've made great friends and consider you guys my friends. So thank you. That's awesome. So we, we've uh, extremely enjoyed the conversation, Liz. Thank you for coming on. We've got one final question and then we'll wrap mm -hmm. up. We're trying to do a little shorter podcast now because we all do talk so much, but <laughs> uh, I, I have not known you as long as Chuck and Jordan, but every time I've been around you, just would congratulate you, would encourage you to have something that makes you get out of bed. Sounds like you've got those things post-retirement, had that next passion you want to look for. When my dad retired, I said, I, I'm super happy for you. We've got to have something that makes you get up and you got to have that next step in life, that next passion in life. I'm sure you'll find it. And when I think of Mahita, I think of you and your staff and just the job that you all do. And so Mahita, I think will always be, part of you and you'll always be part of Mahita. And so 
just congratulations on that. And Thank the, you. The final question is after 28 years in the industry, and you've kind of already answered this a little bit, but just answer it the way you see fit is what is one thing that you wish you had known earlier in your career? Maybe a, okay. a tip yeah, I didn't wisdom. think about this. So um, this is kind of a very tactical, kind of a dumb answer, but it's it's been plaguing me right now. Um, back 28 years ago, we didn't have email. And, you know, everything is done on email now. So I have my personal life so intertwined with my Mahita email. <laughs> so trying to untangle that right now is a nightmare. So anybody who's, you know, in the middle of their career, if you've got your personal email tangled up with your work email, don't. <laughs> there is a bit of advice. Yeah. Chuck, you've probably dealt with that. It is horrifying. <laughs> so, you know, we didn't have email. Gary Moore and I laughed about that. We planned the 1997 convention. Mm -hmm. He was convention chair on email. That was the first time we ever really had email. So everything in my life has been now on Mejita.org. Terrible. So I know it's kind of a dumb answer, but I was thinking about that. I'm like, gosh, if there's one thing I wish I knew back then, I would have had a whole separate email life. I don't think it's yeah. dumb when, when we're interviewing interns, we support interns a lot. And I tell, I did that at, at college. So I went to university of Louisville and my email, everything I went to college, I graduated in 99. So it was kind of the beginning of email. We wouldn't really use it at high school, but my first email was all at Louisville.edu. And then when I graduated and then I didn't use, they shut my account down and I had so many accounts set up and, so I have students that are interviewing and one of the pieces of advice I give them is like, look, it's unsolicited, but get you a Gmail, get you a, a non-work, non-school related email and sign up through that. And yeah, it's uh, I think that's nightmare. great practical advice. <laughs> yeah. It seems dumb, but it's a, it's the small things in life that make life easier sometimes. Yeah. So that's, I, mean, I think it's a great tidbit of wisdom. Attached to it, everything. Yeah. So I try to do a little bit each day. So anyway, that's just keep it and have them forward it to Liz Richards at gmail.com. It's probably not go. available now, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, I do have a Gmail. Yep. So if you want to get me after December, Liz Richards, 1217 at gmail.com. There we that's, go. That'd be me. Or that is me. So well, as we come to a close, I'll just any, anybody have any final comments and I've really enjoyed this episode. I enjoy hearing about people and their career and, and, uh, all that you've accomplished, Liz, and obviously a big supporter and proponent of Mahita and okay. associations in general. But any final comments, anybody? If not, it's been an awesome episode. Thank you, guys. I really appreciate it. It's, it's been you know, great. I just say, Liz, thanks, thanks for giving us some time out of your, your busy day and, and uh, being on with us. So it's crazy how fast 49 minutes went by, but really enjoyed it. It's been fun. Highlighted my day. There you go. All it right. was ours too. So yeah, thank you very much. Good. All righty. We'll Thanks, see everybody guys. next time. Okay. Thanks, guys. Bye.